back, Bontago. My name's Nick Brown, Franny Brown from Franny Brown Town, the 14th Breeze and the Silver Surfer Top Deck. I'll be your host, I'll be your guide over this next hour. And joining me is the man to my right, the oh-so-glorious one, Mr. Nathan Custerson. Nathan, how you doing? You're wearing your fluoro orange outfit. Talk to me. Talk to the people. Say something. I don't know. Welcome. <laughs> Fuck. Welcome, 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 welcome. Yep. Yep. Yeah, have you seen that movie, She's the Man? I have. Oh. Where the, Amanda Bynes. Amanda of- <laughs> Bynes, where the president welcomes her to Lemuria. Is that what the school was? The yep. other one? Yeah. Well, he just says, welcome, welcome, welcome in a song. And that's what I was go- doing to the people. That movie might have the most insane plot line ever. <laughs> like that nobody spotted the difference between Amanda Bynes and the brother. Oh, I they, couldn't tell the difference. They, look, they were twins. They looked nothing like How dare you other. say that? <laughs> Absolutely Sebastian. nothing. Also, how hot Sebastian. Also, how hot were the birds in that movie, uh, Nick? Hey, how hot was Channing Tatum in that movie? Good Lord. Yes. <laughs> Questioning my sexuality at that time, uh, Nick. I I was God shoving damn. tampons up my nose that whole movie. Remember they did that for the blood noses? That was, was great. More of a dream boat, him or Cena. Because Cena's like the... <laughs> no, but Cena is like the actual roided up version of Channing Tatum. I always thought Channing Tatum and Zac Efron was the battle. Oh, that's a good like, battle. Um, that's a pretty boy battle. I don't know who would win in a fight. I'm talking fight now. I'm talking <laughs> a fight. We've got manly. We've got to talk about fights. Um, no, uh, Channing about, Tatum wins in a fight, I think. What about love, Nick? You want to talk about love? Who, who loves harder? Well, Nick, love <laughs> is back. Oh, no. It's on the agenda. Please. So. You talked about pop culture just before. Yes. Ben Affleck and J-Lo are back together. No fucking way. They are back together, Nick. No this, way. This is all over the tabloids. I don't know how, why, but it's, it's they're back. You know, the only thing I know about the Ben Affleck and J-Lo relationship oh, no. is from the South Park episode. <laughs> <laughs> what haven't South Park done, bud? Like, if there's anything One ever. of my favorite songs ever, Taco Flavored Kisses, which I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we're allowed to sing that song, but uh, maybe that was very much of its time. Yes, You Nick. know when you, like, you, you love shows and then you actually think about what they were about and you're like, oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> they, they, like, we'll leave them back in the early 2000s, right? That's like naughty. Like, he got done. Like that, naughty. They, they got done. The actual, yeah, the, the cartoon, the naughty thing, the I did British say one. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Postman Pat. Like, yep. that got done. They got taken away. Like, a lot of those childhood things that we grew up with, they were at that time. But you know what didn't take, get taken away? Go with it. The Amanda Show starring Amanda Bynes. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing show. Had what? Drake and Josh in it. I've, one of them, I think, is a pedophile now, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> it's Drake. I don't even have a drink to throw up on it. I nearly <laughs> threw up there. I'm not kidding. The Drake, I think Drake's in jail. Well, that's probably true, but like, back on that Amanda thing, like, she was a child star. Yeah. And she did. She lost, she did, she had her Britney moment. Like, yeah. she, she lost the plot for a while, so. That's amazing, like, growing up. The only one that hasn't, I actually watched a great interview. Steve-O does that. He has his own podcast yes. and does a series. But What a great voice Frankie Muniz from Malcolm um, yeah, in Middle. the Middle. Go and watch that. His stories are incredible. Like, he saved all his money, bought a lot of real estate, and made a shit ton. Well, you know what else you should do after you watch that interview? Watch Agent Cody Banks. <laughs> one and two. Because <laughs> the, the, sequel's, got, the sequel's nearly as good as no, the original. <laughs> I, I have something blasphemous to mention about that. <laughs> please, so, please. I'm telling you. So, Agent Cody Banks won one of my favorite movies. Hilary Duff, my childhood crush. Yeah. Absolutely loved it a bit. I love that movie. And um, I, about four times, have tried to sit and watch the second Agent Cody Banks. How, and what? Too good? I've never finished it. <laughs> what, you keep falling asleep or what? Well, it's the funny guy out of Kangaroo Jack. Like, yeah. uh, and like he's great, but like I couldn't get into it. I watched Fired Up on the weekend. Um, it's a cheer. It's a cheer. No. <laughs> oh, it's no, you're talking about movie. the one they go to cheer camp. Yeah. yeah. And, and the two oh, guys. The, the movie's terrible, but there's one joke, ongoing joke that I think's hilarious and no one else will, but I'm going to explain it because, you know, explaining jokes is always really fun. And the, the, the main cheer coach is talking about this move. It's called the Fountain of Troy, Nathan. It's really dangerous. You're not allowed to do it. I do and love this movie. And he, and he talks about, he's like, the move The move is prohibitado, right? That's the. But they keep saying it throughout the movie probably three or four times. And every time they say it, they add an extra couple of syllables. And by the end, they're doing the 
final cheer routine. Everyone's getting excited. It's not as good as Bring It On. Like, obviously. Probably as good as Bring It On too. That was pretty shit. And then they go, let's do the Fountain of Troy. And the, the guy looks at him, like, deadpans him and goes, oh, my God, that's prohibited. And I, no. David, I I paused the movie. <laughs> like, like, you paused? Well, did you go I, back to it? Well, because I wanted to, yeah, I replayed, replayed it 10 times. I didn't want to lose any valuable plot points in oh, this God, terrible no. fucking comedy movie. But that was a great movie as well. Um, did you watch Van Helsing? No, Nick. <laughs> Fuck you. No, Nick. I've been busy so all week. Yeah, so it's there's... a two hour and fifteen minute movie. It's hard work. Well, I've actually gone back and watched a TV series. It's been out for about a month. Mm. That I absolutely love this series. It's called The Last Kingdom on Netflix. Yep. So it's a Vikings slash kind of Saxon show from back in the days in the the ancient times. But I really love the show. And yeah. Capped it off and it was actually a decent finish. So like, you know, those shows that end and they're just like, uh, you're like, why the fuck did it end that way? This actually ended pretty good. So yeah. I actually watched a different movie though with my mum, Nick, and um, okay. I cried my eyes out last night. Please, please. It's a movie called Judy. Judy. About- What's it on? Is it on Netflix? It's on, on- oh, that's a great question. It's on one of the streamers. I'm pretty sure it is Netflix actually, yeah. but um, watched it last night, Nick. Very, very sad. Judy Garland. So it's- Tears? Oh, dude, I was crying like a little fucking three-year-old Nathan when Richmond used to lose. So, Isn't it- which Isn't was very we, often, we, we cry at movies so easily now. It's dude, insane. <laughs> I hate it, but I love it at the same yeah. time because it means that's the only way my emotion comes yeah. out now through I, watching movies, Nick. I've got a heart of glass. <laughs> I don't know. need something to Very sad tale. She was in The Wizard of Oz as Dorothy. So she um has a very famous daughter named Liza Manali but she had a very interesting childhood and as a child star talking about Amanda Ball and she copped it bad and died at 47. Very Jeez. tragic. So, yeah, very sad, but uh, worth a watch. And Renee Zellweger was incredible. Oh, wow, Renee Zellweger. And Wait, so is Renee Zellweger from Legally Blonde or am I thinking of somebody else? Is that Reese Witherspoon? Might be Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, yeah we sh- had the same R's in there, right? Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm pretty sure she was not Legally Blonde. That was... That was yeah, no, I've lost, I've lost the plot, Nick. That's nah, okay. But up, dude, good movie. Check it out. I will say, Nathan, there's been a bit of talk throughout the week in the music scene. Sorry, this is a music podcast. We're in a music we, podcast. As much as we talk about movies, it's just as much. But talk about mosh pits and like, there's a bit of mosh pit etiquette, etiquette kind of going I see through. This, Nick. Yeah. I want to ask a couple of questions. Go uh, just simple ones. Drinks in the pit, yay or nay? John G. It's, it's almost like a, it's an old, it's a pot shot kinda. But let's yes. just talk about this because I feel like it's fun to talk about. Well, Nick, John G. Our man. Trying to be the mosh pit coordinator of Melbourne. We'll Jai never, Wright we'll never give him man. that. No. <laughs> <laughs> he rearranged a man's nose in front of you, so I'll never forget that. As long but as no. he doesn't rearrange my nose, he keeps that title. That's exactly right. <laughs> That's safe for the guy from the Bendigo, Nick. But no, <laughs> I, I think, like, honestly, if you're at a hardcore metalcore show and you're near the pit, you're near the floor, and you're walking there with a drink, it's just, you're asking for trouble. Like, yeah. I'm talking in between sets, it's fine. No bands are playing, but when the bands are on... It's just dumb. Like, if you're going to go mosh, why are you going to take your glass of beer or fucking spirits of whiskey? Fucking wa- Even water's bad enough, yeah. Nick. Like, once you get a little bit of slip on that floor, it becomes a hazard. I usually, People- have a, I usually have a glass of canola oil, actually, <laughs> to really help with the slipping. That's like a peel in fucking Mario Kart, Nick. You're that person when you slip. God damn it. But no, I don't... I, 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 it depends on the venue, too. So, like, obviously, it fools out the... Full, full tilt, which we'll talk about a little bit later, but the one that we just went to, you could spill whatever the fuck you want and the floor's not going to slip. Yeah. But inside Stay Gold on that floor, which is has a different grip to a couple of other venues, yeah. once you get a beer there, it's you cook for the night and people, you can do your, you can dislocate your ankles, fuck your knee. You can, yeah. It's really dangerous, Nick. I disagree completely. I feel like more slippery, the better because it gives you a chance for power slides. Power slides, <laughs> Nick. There's not enough power slides in the pit, if you ask me. You know, last week during When's the last power... Power slide you saw in, on a show, 
Um, you know what? Emmy from Red Hook kind of did a little, did a kind of a power slide as her entrance. She got it at Unify. She ran across the stage at like 100 miles an hour. And I thought she was going to run off the stage. <laughs> but she actually did like kind of a little power slide. But it's to do in jeans. You can't do a power slide in jeans. <laughs> I'm sorry. i got a funny story about a power slide. Slash co- do you know Dave Gleason? I uh, know the name. So yes. he used to sing in a band. They played better. Fucking what, what's the name there? Aussie band. Uh, uh, they sang yeah. better. You know that I know I've better. lost uh, Screaming Jets. Screaming Jets. So I went and watched them. So F1 weekend just happened. Yes. Great weekend of sport. But... He one night, Nick, me and my dad went there just after Friday, just went to the, the, the evening session. Screaming Jets were playing and the choir boys were playing. And Dave, like Gleason, in the rain, has done this monstrous power slide out of nowhere. Then he did the fucking splits. Yeah. And I, animal. And I'm like, Dad, is he broken like every bone? He goes, that's his gimmick. This is what this guy did. And also probably Spinal Tap. I'm talking about Ooh, power yeah. slides. They're oh, the two that yeah. I can remember. I can't remember any of our bands. But Amy, good on her. Any time I see um, someone do a power slide, I think I always, in my head, I'm playing the CSI, um, like Miami one, like the big Who song, like, yeah! Yes. Like, I'm assuming glasses are on. I saw uh, Mikey walking through the pit while Deadlights were playing oh, the other no. week. He had a drink in his hand. You know, like you walk on the outskirts of the pit yes. and you're in the pit. Yeah. And I just saw it and I could see it a million miles away. It's coming. It's coming. Slow-mo. Someone bumped into him, drink one on the floor. And it just like, it was like a six-year-old when he drops his ice cream. Dandrum. He just like slowly just looked down. He's like, for fuck's sake. <laughs> off, off he went. Um, sorry, Mikey. You don't get... Fucking drinks during the set, Nick. Unless yeah. you're literally going to stand on the outside, next. Yeah. Unless you're going to stand at the bar. Yeah. Like honestly, like yeah. it's just it's dumb, dude. Uh, yeah, you, you're gonna you're gonna go all the way to one side of the venue and then get a drink and then go. I'm gonna sit over the other side of you the venue. You don't do that, that's Nick. Dumb. That's yeah, also, that's on him. That's a dumbass decision. And that's like the people whinging at full tilt about the water. If you got 40 people at a little tap trying to get water <laughs> at the same time, the pressure's not going to be the same as when you go get it when there's two, Nick. Like you just got to be smarter, people. Under pressure and getting kicked out of the Thornhill. <laughs> Apparently they reckon there was a Thornhill mosh outside of that tent. We, we got, a, we got a, apparently like because they obviously stopped people. Like you got in pretty easily, but yeah. and you came oh, in yeah. straight after. Slowly, yeah, straight, slowly. I just walked straight from slowly, slowly to the little tent. Got in no stress. I don't get it. Are we clever? Like we plan things, or like are we just? I don't. I don't get it. You know, we're just veterans at this stage, no? Uh, no. Also with the moshing, we've we've kind of talked about this before. Like actual mosh pit coordinators. I saw someone bring that out and say we don't want to have mosh pit coordinators. No bullshit. We want some. I want someone in high vis understand and like. Just taking control of the mosh and yep. being like, hey, you're getting a bit too aggressive. Yeah. Settle, Settle the down, down. And it has to be one of us. Like, I was what? about to say, do you reckon you could do it? No, God, I'm too dumb shit scared. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I would have to wear like, I'd have to wear like a full, I'd have to be in like in a morph suit or a bubble, like one of those big bubbles, <laughs> because there's no way I would get absorbed also, going around. Also, whoever does it for the first time is going to get crowd killed to shit. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> like, I know. Yeah, go to a speed show and then, oh try, and then try and be a mosh pit coordinator. I can just imagine the long-haired beauty coming at both oh. of us if we try it ever to do that. And the, the other thing was you could do this is another um, like idea and uh, you know I'm not saying I'm the idea master but I got one for you um, at schoolies back in like I don't what know, did you do X rated well, 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 well not when, going quite nah, not quite uh, when you used to go to these like clubs and that on the schoolies nights they used to have sticker colours and it was like. You had a red sticker if you were, you know, taken and you were in a relationship. Smart. You had a yellow sticker if you were single, and yep. then it was like a green sticker if you were single and looking, um, oh, which yeah. was always like the like I'm horny kind of. And, Basically, and yeah. Thorny went around at the time, so you couldn't be. Well, horny. We I don't know what you were horny for. Thorny went around. Fuck. And what if you had sticker colours on you, and it's like 
I am ready to. I'm moshing. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm going to mosh. Yeah. I am moshing. Yeah. Yellow, I might push pit a little. <laughs> I'm going to be that fuckhead. That's another argument. And Nick. The, purple, I'll, I'll do a couple circle pits. <laughs> like every color is like a different thing. And then, re- and then red is like, don't fucking go near me. But also, if I'm in the area, crowd kill the shit out of me. Well, like, I reckon everyone should be color coordinated now. Well, well, that's just another point, Nick, that you get to about moshing. Yeah. Like, if you don't like the pit, you get the fuck out of the pit. Yeah. And, like, you don't stand near it. Like, people that whinge that, oh, it's too intense for me. It's like, well, go stand at the back with us. Like, we're old. We, yeah. we don't need that shit. No need that stress in our lives, Nick. Also, when you enter, you should have your beep test score uh, written on Ooh. your shirt. Because every time I see a circle pit break out, and I see one guy breaking Ooh. world records oh, yeah, about crazy. to start a tornado sing- mm. single-handedly, mm. and then I see some people who couldn't get past the second level of no, the beep Nick. test, no. might as well be power walking the whole time. It's, oh, God. Yeah. I'm telling you, you I'm go- Sorry, Mac, I'm getting excited. Nick, that adrenaline in a circle pit, you can't, like, Compare that to anything, because like yeah. I, all I know is I do one lap in a pit. Yeah, I, I can go to the the gym like today and run five k's on a yeah. cross trainer and be sweet. But like <laughs> in a circle bit, I can't do it. Nah, absolutely. And I'm also fearing for my life because I know oh, I yeah. know someone's gonna They're fall. You, someone's gonna fall over and These it's a dog pile. Oh uh, god, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, there was other music stuff that happened. There was a lineup. Uh, full tilt. Um, yeah, we said last week they probably should have announced that lineup pretty soon. <laughs> they did, Nick. <laughs> it's almost like we knew. I don't know. Maybe we did. Maybe we didn't. Potentially. Uh, <laughs> Essentially, we don't give anything away. Uh, full Tilt 2022 Part 2. I uh, go Full Tilt full time. Has a new lineup. It is on yes. the 16th of July at the Eaton's Hill Outdoor and Ballroom in Brisbane. Sunday, July 17 in the Bella Vista Farm, Sydney. And Saturday, 23, to, 23 July at Pika. Pika? 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 What the fuck is what that? What does it stand for? Um, in Melbourne. Um, the poster has like an e-girl on it and she's playing... I don't know what game she's playing. I can't really tell by the Some reflection. Some kind of game, yeah. Maybe Overwatch. I'm not too sure. I might be wrong there. There's a Pikachu on the side of the poster. So maybe that's what the Pika reference is. There's a Borderlands um, thing. I'm actually just working this out now. I mm. think there's an Adventure Time thing. There's a Mario, bottom left corner. Some some robot trend. I think Optimus Prime's playing a keytar on the left side of the poster. Is, yes. That's pretty exciting. Um, and there's a couple of Funko Pop things, which no one... There's a hell of a lot going on, Nick. That's all I'm going to say about this And there's also a lineup. Sorry, we should talk about the lineup. Yes, <laughs> Nick. Well, great, first of all, great poster, right? Dude, I love the poster. Like, we are... We we, we, we really enjoy the posters. Yeah. Like, when, like, back in the day, Get Soundwave, creative. they had, like, 100 bands on. It was quite hard to do. But these kind of lineups, and yeah. these posters are sick. And Destroyer lines have always been big. Like, the night and day one looked excellent yeah. and oh, now yeah. to follow up with this one like the first full tilt meh. like we knew that that, that, that came like out the arcade game I it, didn't mind it. it was but I'm just saying that came out like 18 months ago they've upped their game for this one now and this one is fucking sick and we saw a tease was it Carol's daughter I'm pretty sure posted yeah. this little like the little um story about this earlier in the week so we knew they were going to play but I reckon we've almost seen every band on this bill Nick like it's can you insane. go through can you go through the bands so like I, I really I, I don't know if it's catered more to me so than you but like this is pretty cool. I want to say the band names, and every time I say it, I want you to say what? Like Stone Cold Steve Austin, okay? You ready? Yep. Okay, Full Tilt 2022 consists of Ghost Inside. What? Thunder What? Paris. What? Ice Nine Kills. What? Make Them Suffer. What? Ocean Grove. What? Wax. What? Wonder Years. What? Yours Truly. What? Teenage Jones. What? Carol's Daughter. What? Static Dress. What? Savior. What? And some to the grave, I think. It's some Deathcore band logo that I can't fucking read. Can't read that Def shit. Core I'm not even wanting that, Def Nick. Core. I'm never seeing that band again. <laughs> no, Nick. Them. God damn it. But um, honestly. Yeah, sorry. Seriously, but like a lot of these bands, dude, like I'm really excited for this. Yeah. We've seen the Ghost Inside a couple of times. Really excited to see them. I've again. seen them like six times, but a long. It's been a long time since I've seen them before Unify. Exactly, dude. So, like, to see them a second time is going to be great. Under Oath, we saw them in probably not ideal circumstances yeah. at a at a Unify, but 
I'm keen. I've liked a few of their singles over the last couple of albums that they've dropped. I'm excited by this, but we've seen both of them already. We saw yeah. Paris at Coachella, which was cool. Yeah. I've kept a keen eye on them since Absolutely. then. And like I'm telling you now, Hallucinations one of the great songs of all time. But a couple of Aussie bands, I'm really happy to see Ocean Grove. I didn't get to see them at Unify. Yeah. It's a really cool thing. Make them suffer by this stage. Sean might be going out doing the clean vocals, Maybe. Nick Brown, going the Maybe. old like an unslow style. But we got Iceland Kills like we did. We um had a little chat to them at good things back in the day. Yeah. It's cool. That's a good get. They better but the remember Wonder us. Years, Nick, the Wonder Years playing. This is getting a bit of buzz, Nick. Wonder Years is... Look, I must admit, this lineup... Go on. Besides, like, in terms of the internationals. Yes. Besides the goes inside, which obviously, because of recent shit, kind of, it's a bit of an iffy one. But the lineup, the For international you. bands, is not catered to me. Not I at do all. Like the li- I do like the lineup, but... And the Wonder Years are the one band who I would never pay money to see myself, but I understand. At a festival, but yep. like, Wonder Years like, one of the best bands. They're, like, doing that, like, the modern-day pop-punk sound. They're one of the only bands who don't fucking infuriate me when I listen to them who are doing that style. Wow. And all, if they bring Jason Butler to a couple of guests, that'd be great as well. <laughs> well, dude, after seeing them in Seattle, you will very much so enjoy them. Yeah. Like, and they're I, a great band to watch live. It's funny, when I, like, when I heard, um, when I saw Under Oath were playing, I just thought of um, a couple of people who listened to the show who are, like, big Amy band, will <laughs> lose her mind at this. And I was, like, <laughs> literally, and I was like, oh, they're going to love that. Like, as <laughs> It's weird because like Under Over, I know they're a great band, but I've just I never I never caught the wave. I never listened to them at the time. Define the great line, Nick. That's yeah. a great album for me. Like, I grew up with that when I was probably what 17, 18, late to the party, but love that in the car. Like I didn't was they really have a new album that. that came out like this year? They or, did like, last year. They it's did. Nick. Yeah, it's decent. So like Under Oath are a great band, man. So like uh, and it depends where you are in the scene when you started listening to them. So like I've got that little bit of yeah. a soft spot for them. But if you're just coming into listening to them now, you're probably not going to be there. But Spencer Chamberlain and Aaron Gillespie, like yeah. as a one two, like a drummer fucking Aaron band. Gillespie's a great name. It's a cracking name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But he can sing. Like yeah. he, they are an insane like combination, and to get them back playing now, and like even Alexis on Fire is kind of back now. Yeah, I ordered their album Otherness a couple of weeks ago. Bands like this are getting back together, which is great. But the Wonder Years, Nick. Yes, Dan Campbell, one of the best voices you will hear in the scene. Yeah. Jason Aylon and him, very very close friends. Yeah. So to see a band like that, dude, and like you say, the names aren't going to draw huge, huge, huge numbers. But they're add-ons that are going to be great to watch That's on the exactly, day, like yeah, you yeah. say. Going to see a Paris set would be awesome. Getting waxed. Did you hear their new song during the week? No, it's good. Well, I it's, bet it is. It's fucking waxed. I fucking love this band. It's called Dangerous. Yeah. Bit of a different vibe. Very, very chill. But Nick, I'm telling you, very catchy. I like yeah. this band where they're at. But I've never heard of... Oh, I've never really listened to Teenage Jeans is it, or Jones. Jones? The Jones. Carol's Daughter. That's another band to listen to. And Static Dress, a UK band. So I was just looking, Nick. I did a couple of numbers for this. I always wonder how they pick these bands as well. It's always just fascinating to me. Like, Is it streams or? I don't know. Like maybe some bands are signed to certain labels that have like, you know, connections over here and maybe they just want to get them out and international touring. It's a great way to get bands on. Just like the old, as we said last week, like the old Soundwave technique of like, Mm. if you can't sell out your own tour, just jump on Soundwave every two years and like you will play to a much bigger crowd than you usually would. 100%. So it's like, yeah, like, and you know what? Like Ice Night Kills as well, like coming off the Silver Scream 2. Yes. That's going to be a big draw for people. Like like, they are a band who have like a really, I don't want to say like a massive like cult following because I don't think they're quite there yet, but they- They got pulling power. Most people- I know like Nice Night Kills, and I think Mikey likes them as well. Mikey he, loves them. Yeah, but he's also been searching for that drink he dropped at the pit <laughs> level for a long time. So, Pick like, your he might be struggling. Off the deck, Mikey, <laughs> yeah. you little fiend. But, Nick. He might do guesties for him. Who knows? Six American bands, one UK band. So, yeah. seven internationals. This is a good, real good lead into what we're going to get for good things. Yeah. Because I think good things now is that elevated lineup. We know they're going to get the bigger names, but. As a follow-up, like I didn't know what they'd pull off yeah. for a couple of months after the first full tour in Melbourne, and they've done a great job. Like Ghost Inside headlining is 
it looks really good on the poster. Oh, yeah. I, I really enjoy that. And Under Oath also headlined a Unify, so it's a really good lineup for me. To get yeah, to get two Unify headliners as the top two bands on this bill mm. is pretty cool, man. Like, Sick. and it's well, look where Savior getting, is on the bill, and like who exactly Savior right down the bottom there. And like, I always like the first thing I wondered when I thought, saw this lineup was I wonder what the staging is going to be because obviously the first full tilt had the big stage and had the smaller tent for like the local bands. Um, this one, nearly every band feels like a main stage band. Yeah. Like there aren't many here that I think was going to be on two. I've got to guess. It's a completely different um, layout as well, venue. I think we'll get two big stages. Yep. So like a stage 1A, 1B, and I think we'll get seven on both. Yeah, could So do. like a 12 o'clock start, a one o'clock start, whenever it was, and it'll finish about 10 o'clock again. I would love that. That'd I mean, be, that'd be perfect. perfect. Like, yeah. as long as, like, as long as they have enough venue, a bit of, bit of shade, hopefully it's undercover. Like, I mean, actually, it's actually going to be happening in like July. So Melbourne's weather's going to be absolutely dog shit by then. I'm excited though. Yeah. We've never really had winter festivals for exactly. our scene. Yeah. So to actually see how this goes and sells. It's going to be huge. Yeah, I, I love it. I think it's really cool. Uh, who's the who's the must-see band for you? We've already kind of talked about the bands, but who's the one the one band? If you could you could take one band from this lineup. One international and one Aussie. Yeah, go that. Uh, Wonder Years for me. Yeah. Uh, definitely the the real appeal because I've really in I, I didn't know their music when I listened to them in Seattle, yeah. and I've come home and really enjoyed their catalogs. So to see them now, I'm hungry for isn't that. that a, isn't that an interesting thing when you do that? Like. What is that? Because uh, like I've done that for so many like so many bands. We've Random done bands, that for, yeah. <laughs> where you where you li- you watch them live, and you go, "That was fucking amazing," and yep. then you start listening to their stuff, and you're like, "Oh, this is great." Yeah. But it's like, does that affect like your? If you went away, say you went to the one year show, mm. thought they were great, went off and listened to their stuff, and thought they were shit, would mm. that would that make you think less of the live show, or would that make you almost think more of it? Probably not. Probably more. <laughs> elevate the show because Be like, like <laughs> I, we've always been. I've been a live person. If I see your songs live and I enjoy them live, yeah, I'm gonna back that over. A record like a recording because like if you can't back it up live what are you doing like yeah. that's why i hate with half these bands nick that record and do things so technical and can't pull it off live it's like why do that you yeah. need to be able to play that live show get that interaction with the crowd and yeah it would but nick for the um the aussie bands it's definitely ocean grove yeah. like ocean grove by that stage up in the air forever will probably be out so yeah, absolutely yeah it'll be out by then we'll have a new album and they're going to be combining i'm already going to that side show that they're doing but the, the flip phone and that Double team, they're yeah, playing all those songs for both. But yeah, 170 Russell Show. And to see them again, Doors truly obviously missed out on the last full tilt with yeah. COVID reasons. So to see them again, that'll be cool. But all of them, like Wax, Savior, it's going to be great. And to the grave, like they're the they're the standalone on this. Yeah, like you know, they band. really are. But like obviously, they're going to get people that are going to go to watch them, which is going to yeah. be good. They might elevate their set because like they're going to get 150 to 500 people that are going to be right there to see them and only them. So their set might be huge, Nick. It might be the set of the day. I heard Jason Mack was pestering them for a deathcore band. So they said, here's one, shut the fuck up. Like, that's, that's the rumor. I don't know. I'm just heard saying. any wash-ups from the, um, the fundraiser, Nick? Have you heard anything since? Um, not really. Have I you spoke re- to the boys? I've said congratulations yeah. and uh, yeah. like, awesome stuff from them. But they're cool dudes, man. Big shout out to those guys again. Incredible to pull it off. Yeah, and it was to, awesome. Yeah, just shout out to the boys again. Love them. Love them. Don't care about Full Tilt. Fuck them. Fundraiser show over Full Tilt. That nah, Full Tilt's great. I reckon this is going to be awesome. This Next. is going to be a lot of fun. It will be a lot of fun. I think. Are we going to potties or do you want to go for new music? Uh, let's go new music. Let's, new uh, what, music. Like, I, look, there hasn't been a hell of a lot that I've listened to this week, but I have. I you gotcha. Know, you know what we didn't talk about actually a couple of weeks ago? Someone, go on it. Someone mentioned to Talk me. to me. We didn't talk about the Chris Rock Will Smith slapping. I was actually going to mention it when we were talking earlier in the show today. I forgot. Like, I can't believe we forgot. Because it happened on like a Monday or something it's like it, that. Yeah. And like, if we're, when we're recording on Monday, some, like at the moment, we're recording yes. Mondays. So it happened kind of as we were doing the show. Yes. My question to you is, Nathan, Ooh. who's in the right and who's in the wrong? Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's a great question. And to 
I've had two weeks now to sit on it and look look, look at the footage and <laughs> I like are you like analyzing it like I'm trying to <laughs> like you're a third umpire. I, I can't be a politically sticker. correct on this because like if you assault someone like I know it's a slap, it's not a punch, it's not going to hurt him like seriously. But to do that in front of the probably. 500 million people watching it. Like, it's not a good look for Will Smith. And to win... There's no way 500 million people watching the Oscars live. Since then, definitely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, that has become more famous. I don't even know the Oscars were on. Put it that way. So, but for him to actually get up and then win an award and the one that he's been building to for the last 20 years. Like, he's had so many pretty decent roles that I thought he would have won one for, but that was a bit weird to me. And I, you watch all the, the crowd, like... I don't know. I think they froze. I, I, yeah. Anyone that's what do you do? <laughs> well, like everyone's like, all, all the, it's great though, Nick. What, since what's happened, a lot of comedians have been watching a lot of YouTube reactions to this, and they're all siding obviously with Chris Rock, which yeah. I do too. The, com- the comedians will always side with Chris Rock, but they're going to roast like all the actors. And he goes, anyone that stood up and clapped that prick afterwards yeah. is like, <laughs> like they're all they're all against him. I will be too, because like, yes, I don't like people talking derogatory about your your wife, your partner, like your family. I do get angry when stuff like that is said to me, or. Yeah. But still, like, in that setting, Chris Rock's one of the best comedians of all time. Yeah. He's not saying it personally to attack you. He's saying that to get a reaction. It was a shit joke, too. And it wasn't... Exactly. And, like, Jada... Well, he was actually laughing Will Smith yeah, when it happened. That. I don't so, think he got the joke, honestly. I don't think so, either. <laughs> then he's like, oh, shit. And then her, like, face went, like, kind of sour. I'm like, dude, like, yeah. you don't get up and do that. Like, look at the Ricky Gervais thing. He went in on yeah. so many more things during his, like... Oscar thing and that's great watch the 15 minutes of that and how people didn't slap him like he stole Steve, Steve Carell's Emmy he yeah. went there he's like give me the Emmy <laughs> give me the Emmy like he could have got a, like a bitch slapped him then but <laughs> apparently it's derogatory in like black people's terms over there because like masters used to slap them so they're saying that's a bigger insult than getting clocked so, I thought it was interesting because um, yeah. I don't really have too much I thought the biggest travesty is Will Smith didn't win an Oscar for Hitch um, <laughs> one of my favourite movies of all time well didn't he do a song for that as well which I is like the, so, the yeah. best song of that year but like Chris Rock has a, I'm pretty sure Chris Rock directed a, a documentary called Good Hair which is talking about like the importance of like hair and black culture and especially for women wow. which I just thought was a very interesting thing that he pulled that joke out um, anyway I, I just thought it was I thought it was such a moment you know when I saw it for the first time you know my Go initial on. thought was embrace the chaos I was like this is awesome i was just like fuck yeah like like ever since we haven't had a moment like that since kanye and taylor swift yes in, in taylor in 2009 like that isn't that what you want like that's a, mo- that's a moment in history it is exactly and the people best part is, talk about that just forever. like kanye and taylor swift people are going to take both sides because yes. people are taking both there they're going to, uh they're like they're going poor little taylor and they're going kanye was right beyonce should have won the award yeah. everyone else is going who gives a fuck it's a fucking <laughs> shitty VMA. it's not even like a, it's not even like a grammy <laughs> like for fuck's sake well didn't he did he get banned from that after he that, got, Kanye? He got banned from the... He's banned from the Grammys. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he got banned from the VMAs. <laughs> he still wins them, but yeah, He wins like five every time he releases an album, It's dude. like Eminem. Eminem said, he's like... He's like he I won't will, go back I after. will never yeah. go back to the Grammys. No. He's like, you get us all here and then you st- you stiff every one of us. For- They've had some shocking decisions well, in the 50s. In the Remember 50 Cent's first album was Get Rich or Die yeah. Trying, which is like one of the biggest hip-hop records of all time. Oh, and yeah. they got stiffed. He went there. He's like, after that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't oh, care. When, when um, Macklemore beat Kendrick Lamar in like 20 for... Oh, and, no. And, and Macklemore even posted, he's like, I did not deserve this. <laughs> and he's basically... And it killed his career. I'm not kidding. Macklemore has not Since recovered then. from there because... That was like the ultimate thing of like, oh, the white guy wins. Like mm. the white guy wins the hip hop award. Who's like, who's barely like a hip hop artist anyway. Switch, anyway. Switch was the Will Smith song that I was thinking of. Switch was. Remember Switch back in the day? Oh, hey, hey, hey. 
Should turn I around, turn it over there. Anyway, um, oh, I, I won't play it. I was going to play I'm, it over the speaker. So who, who, who do I side with? Chris Rock or Will Smith, Kanye? I sign with Kanye. Um, always Kanye. Nick. The right answer is always Kanye. But Nick, yes, new music. Yes, I'll go through a couple of releases. So Short Stack released an album called Maybe There's No Heaven. Eleven songs, thirty-two minutes for UNFD. That'll do awesome. A little bit of a listen. How'd you go? That was all right. I, I, I look, Short Stack aren't my sound completely, and we all know this. Um, they they've announced a tour. Um, which should be cool, I guess. They're playing Howler, which is like a three, four hundred kappa, which I thought they might go for a bigger venue, but maybe it's not selling. Maybe they, the last tour didn't sell that well. I don't yeah. know. Like, I guess their last tour was like a big reunion tour, so there was that kind of nostalgia like element to it. We, touring off a new album sometimes really hard for bands like Short Stack, especially when they want to like write a serious song and everyone's like, just fucking sing Sway Sway Baby, you diggers. Like, that's all they want. Also playing the Emo Night too. Ah, so that, that's nice. gonna, that might hurt tickets a little bit. They're going to go to both. But um, also they killed it at Unify, like you said. Yes. So get down and watch those new tracks. And Nick, Conform, yes. one of our favourites, all the way over from WA, that extra country that's somehow attached to Australia. Oh, yeah. But the song's called Help Yourself. What do you think? Hmm. I've got one word. Do you want to uh, give what's your one word reaction to this song? Um, indifferent. I've got different. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no I literally wrote different because, like, it's not a standard conform song. I look, I like what conform are trying. They're going for a lot, right? And I like the fact that you know, if you're going to go for it, again, we say this all the time, you got to go for it, fully commit to it. Don't half ass it. Don't dip your toes in just to see what fans say. Just fucking have a crack because you, people like call out bullshit. They know that when you're just trying to, like, you're trying to appease people. I look the thing about Conform that annoys me is that Terror Wave came out what six months ago, eight months ago, yes. and this is their first single since then. They're not releasing consistently enough. I don't think this is as good as Terror Wave. Um, yeah, I, I, I think this has some cool ideas, there's some cool moments in here. I just want to see them release more music at this stage. I think that's the thing. And like, I don't know. I don't think they're, they're still finding their balance. Is yes. the best way I can put it. I like that, Nick. Good take. Yeah, but some cool moments. I, I do like a lot of the song. Oh yeah. And it's a pretty long song too. Yeah. So, but Nick Brown, yes, another kind of beloved band that we like. A band called Relapse dropped a song called "Desensitize." Nick Brown, Little Man Ethan, yeah, with the biggest voice maybe in the whole scene. You know, what do you think of this? I think Ethan, when he takes his shirt, no, um, when he takes his shirt off, um, <laughs> what a moment that was, Nick. <laughs> oh, no, Relapse are cool, man. I, I, have, I have big things on Relapse. Changing on the fly too. Their yeah. style, they're they're moving purely towards metalcore yeah. now. Like. They've still got those heavy and real fucking groovy elements there, and they'll always have that. So they'll yeah. be able to get people boogieing no matter what kind of like bill it is, Nick. But yeah. they are moving there. They're transitioning over to have more cleans, so that's trying to open up the market for them. Yeah, the cleans is always going to be a, a tough one, especially when you're not like known for that. Um, not that like they're big enough that like it's a massive transition, but like when you don't do cleans as a singer, just it's harder to introduce. You always feel a little yeah. bit uncomfortable, and you're like, "Am I sounding good?" I think just it will come with confidence, like and. And he'll get there. He'll, yeah, absolutely. Like, he's a fucking superstar vocalist. And the band are great live as well. Like, God, Relapse are a fucking fun band. This is a cool track. I'm a big fan. Oh, me too, dude. Nick Brown, one of your second, probably your third favorite Australian band that there is. Savior got a new song called Tidal Wave, Nick Brown. Yep. Got it April 29th, released through Grayscale Records for their album Shine and Fade. Nick Brown, have you pre ordered it? Uh, Nathan, I haven't listened to Savior in how. What's the date today? The. April 11, um, since I was born. God I, damn I it, listen, Nick. I do not listen to say that. They do not interest me one bit. But Nick. Is, I've heard the new song's good, but. Dude, I'm actually, I haven't pre-ordered the, um, Nick, 
You're not but, getting the album, are you? Well, Nick. You're not getting it on vinyl, are you? I haven't pre-ordered oh, it. You I, I'm getting there. But Nick, I'm telling you, this might be the greatest year ever to start buying vinyls oh, because no. there's so many fucking releases, <laughs> Nick. Like, half of them are going to be good. Like, I don't know if they're yeah. going to be good because I'm buying them before they come out, Nick. I'm, I'm jumping on the bandwagon. But Nick, yes. band called Universe. Yes. Or forward slash verse. Brisbane band. Very clever or the way they write that. But Nick Brown, yes. they might have the stankiest riff yep. of the whole week on their new song, Sabbath. Saboteur. Saboteur. Saboteur sounds French. Mm. What do you think? Have you heard this song? I haven't heard the song. Pretty tidy, Nick. I haven't heard of this band for a few years. Like when we first started, like 2018, 2019, they had an EP or something. They did. Pre pre COVID, I guess that's probably what's set up of why I haven't done anything. Um, but yeah, like it's cool to see him back going. Um, yeah, it's a long hiatus for a band to like get momentum back. But uh, yeah, hopefully the song's good, right? Well, Nick Brown, it wasn't too bad. So yeah. what I've got written down here, so. I've added it to the Backbone playlist, so if you want to check that out on Spotify, do that. But the cleans kind of, for me, were a little bit off, Yeah. but the hook was really good. Okay. So, like, I think everything about this track was great, except for that little bit of cleans. But it'll grow on me, and I reckon it's a potential 100 song. I like it. So, definitely check that out. But Nick Wax, as we talked about before, dropped a song. I finally got to listen, because on the Monday show we did last week, I didn't listen into The Dark yeah. from um, Void. I really enjoy that track. Ooh, but yeah. as you say, it's not as good as Dominatrix. Yeah, but Nick, I think so, yeah. Potties. Yes. Are you ready? Pot shot, quick glass, quick glass, you want to go first? You, you go, go first. first. <laughs> you go first. God damn it, Nick. All right, Nick. You got three or four, though. Yeah, I this got, is a big, got yeah, sorry, this is a big one for you. Yes. So this is a talking point that's kind of spread over the last couple of days after the release that Parkway now. So Ooh. Parkway, finishing now, whilst on top still, wouldn't be a surprise, yay or nay? Nay, it would still be a surprise. I think, like... Everyone like read like they post so they posted they essentially they're not doing their American tour. I think they're still doing a European tour. So they've cancelled the North American tour, Nick. Yeah. They they sorry, they're planning to do the European tour later this year. So clearly And, and the way it was worded, what it was, it was, it was like pretty a, cryptic. It like, was weird, dude. Yeah, it was kinda like we essentially saying like we're on hiatus, isn't it? Like basically yes. Um which isn't a good sign. Um, you know, like Byron's isn't like Byron underwater at the moment. Well, like that's got, like that's the thing. Dude. They've got bigger things to take care of. Um, exactly, got families to look after now. Like they're old. Like they're not. They're not in their twenties. They're not like young, dumb, and have no responsibility. But yeah. I'm going to say this from yeah. an alternative point. Like a lot of Americans posted on that, like saying, "Well, you've had three years since like basically you played. So like surely having that time off." During a pandemic, mind you, was fucking awful for everyone. So yeah. they don't under, like they they carried on living a lot of Americans. So, but to to say that, like people that would say, what would you say to them, Nick? Because like obviously Parkway, as you're saying, they're dealing with floods. Yeah. All their families I, are getting like affected by that. Look, There's I'm, more to music than I, this. I'm not gonna like like be like, oh, they're all fucking idiots. Because like I get it, your favorite band, if your favorite band fucking cancels to it, you're you're allowed to be bummed and going to Europe. Yeah, and going to Europe. Like, I can understand that. Like yeah, there's probably more to it than just that. I would Should they have said more, maybe, if nah, that was the case? Nah, fuck them. They don't, they, and also, if, if I'm being honest, they're a bigger band in Europe. They don't sell, of course as, they they don't sell as much in the US. So honestly, if, they, if they're if like really run down or they don't feel like they're up to it and they're like, hey, like, let's only do one of these tours because our bodies aren't right for it or we need to be somewhere else or whatever, we're going to do the European one because the crowds are way better, way bigger, and they probably enjoy themselves more there. I can only imagine them enjoying themselves more in Europe. Yeah, you enjoy yourself more in places you're more popular. Oh, of course, dude. Well, <laughs> unless, if you're gonna... unless you're like a superstar, then like you probably hate it when you're in those places. Well, I remember re- like reeling off the names. I don't know how long ago it was, but they had the European tour booked, and I told you I was like the venue cap sizes that they were playing was like yeah. fifteen thousand, eight thousand, twenty thousand. Yeah. I'm like, wow, they're they're doing really cool things. So, like you say, if you're playing in a ten thousand seat arena compared to a fifteen hundred seat club at, in America, yeah, the 
ten thousand probably feels a little bit better, Nick. I want to. Um, I kind of want to branch off that. I only had two pot shots. So I'm going to try and make one on the spot. Oh, go for it, Nick. I, I remember somebody saying something along the lines of like a legacy can't be. You can't go backwards in a leg. Like once you develop a legacy, essentially, you can't go backwards. You can only go forwards. Yes. Do you believe that to be true in that sense? Like outside of obvious, like. I, you murder someone or shit like you know crazy or like, like OJ and stuff like yeah that. like that kind of stuff obviously like that's a, that's the exception to the rule but if you in general like say will you I'll use like a band like Green Day like Green yes. Day could release terrible album after terrible album but they're still got Dookie years, but they're still and American they're idiot. still like going to be regarded as one of the biggest or the the biggest or the best punk band of all time because of that I equate it to sport yeah Michael Jordan played for the Bulls yep and retired in ninety eight yeah. No one ever talks about the fact he came back to play for the Wizards for two years. Yeah. No one, everyone glosses over the fact that he played two years and was pretty average yeah. at LeBron's and, and age now. he baseball as well. <laughs> so like that guy, but his legacy is basketball. Exactly. People forget that. in music as well. Like if you've got a couple of classic albums, Nick, at the end of the day, we're going to go back to those classic albums no yeah. matter what you do. Like Bullet For My Valentine, I fucking have hated their last probably three, four albums. Yeah. Like I haven't got behind them. But you go back, they're seen. They're still the cement, poison. They're still cemented in the scene. The right? poison to me, it's still a Grail album. Like yeah. if I can ever buy that on vinyl, I'll fucking do it. Nick. Yeah. But like you say, like it's unless something crazy and mad, like yeah. maddening happens, like a Will Smith so, moment. So you think that like what even like okay, um, I'll give you an example. Oh yes. What about like a day to remember? With, with their, with they're your staining their legacy right now. So do you think they? Do you think their legacy can be? It can be hindered just from bad music because like. I don't remember. Obviously, actually, there are allegations. They've got the allegations too. But like, even without those, do you think like, your welcome would matter? Do you think that would like, or do you think they're just kind of in there, almost in their kind of their legacy era where they're, they're just in kind their of Green releasing era. whatever? Yeah, exactly. They're in their Green Day era where they're releasing shit album after shit album, but no one gives a fuck because they released amazing albums twenty years ago. And I think the time and the windows are different in our scene. You got yeah. a scene, I reckon, of probably five years when you're hot, unless you bring me the horizon. Yeah. We've been hot for ten years yeah. now, but like. When you're a pop, like popular band, Green Day's got a 30-year fucking window to do whatever the yeah. hell they like. Whereas a Data Remember was probably the hottest band from, what, 2009 to about 14. They had yeah. a five-year run. It was really cool. And then, like, Common Courtesy came out, which was great. But, like, they had bad vibes. And we enjoyed the album, but not a lot of people nah, did. And it kind of dipped after that. So when you're hot in this scene, you've got to capitalize. And yeah. I think they did enough to kind of still have me on that. I remember. And it's even like, even, like, I remember, like, thinking of, like, Metallica, right? And Metallica went yeah. on this insane run. Oh, yeah. You know, Kill Em All, Lightning, oh Puppets, Justice. Oh, that's um, And I know Black Album turned a few people, but us, because we didn't live through that era, we look back album, at that dude. album, we're like, that's amazing. Wow. But then they went Load, Reload. Uh, they did the cover albums, which doesn't mean anything. Um, Saint Anger. Brought it back, yeah. baby. Saint yeah. Anger did. Saint Anger, greatest album they ever did. <laughs> but like, their their strike rate is about 50 like, It is, they, they, they're about They've got about as many great albums as they do average albums. My dad's always said that. Or below. I've and been it, raised that way. Yeah. I understand that. And it's like, but nobody nobody has ever like dismissed Metallica's legacy. I, like no. Besides like dumbasses on like Metal Sucks video, on Post and all that The shit. elitist, Nick. But, the like, tool. They're tool all right. Heads. But like the average person's like, it's Metallica. There's a reason why they play stadiums everywhere. You know? Gonna, you're not going to lose ticket sales because you release a shit album if you're Metallica <laughs> no, no, because you still have Master of Puppets. Exactly. <laughs> like, the Hardwired was their last album. Yeah, and, and that what, was a fine album. Really cool album. I really enjoyed it, but yeah. if they play two songs off that, they've done well. Yeah. You only need to add two songs just for the modern exactly. listeners that are going to go Honestly, you only to need them. the one single. The first single, play that, and then just play play um, Justice in Full. Like, but like, I, I, I think I said it to you when Your Welcome came out, when we did the review. I said, look, I really, really have enjoyed a Data Members run. I only need two or three songs off this album to yeah. 
be there for their set list that I'm going to enjoy. They had zero. Yeah, that was the so, issue. But like, if you've had five or six albums, it's like while she sleeps, they might not release a grail nine out of 10, 10 out of 10 album from here on in. I, I thought their last album was really good, Sleep Society, but I only need three or four to five really good songs from while she yeah. sleeps, and I'm going to really enjoy that. And that's all you need to take unless you're at the start of your career. Yeah. I think at the start of your career, you've got to build that legacy. Yeah, I agree. Get some tickets in the fucking I like in it. the bank there, Nick. But Nick, yes. you raised this to me. Oh, no. You probably already have this as one of your pot shots. Oh, but Nick, no. yes. half an hour for local bands oh. is too much unless you are headlining. Yay or nay? Okay, so... <laughs> It's hard to talk about this one because well, I don't want to pull out the actual show. Um, it's hard to say without saying the show, but there was a show recently over the past few weeks that had a bill. It was like five bands. Every band played half an hour. Opening band played half an hour. Band two, band three, band four, band five. Mm. And I just, we've always said this. We've said this for so fucking long. Mm. Like bands really need to earn their minutes on stage, yes. and there's a reason. Like, also, you got to make as much as that. You got to make the headliner feel like a headliner. Want them to stand out, Nick. exactly. And like, I don't mind. Like, if you're going to have the headliner play 35, have the sub play 30. That's all right. Like, those yeah, are the, the two. The, the, two, the top I two. Agree. The top two are your main attractions. Yes, that's Nick. the whole thing. The other ones are just fucking the like, add-ons. Honestly, the other ones are kind of there just to get their mates through the door to fill in the numbers. Yes. Like, and that's a huge part of local shows. Like, you put five bands. If you have five bands who have four members each or five members each, or whatever, that's 20, 25 people automatically in the room. It's going to seem fucking filled up. They're gonna they're gonna bring two or three people in at least and then you've got their fans coming through so they've probably got one more person each so it's like yeah you get automatically you have 50 60 people without even fucking trying and then it's like now you can actually go through but there was a show five bands playing 30 minutes each and i just think why like for opening bands should fuck i'm sick of you know what opening bands play 20 minutes they should not play longer than 20 minutes I don't you know, know f- remember when Star played uh, at the start of their run and they played 15 minutes? They played that AMPM night and didn't even play 20 minutes. It was fucking and, amazing. And it was one of the best sets of all time, all Nick. In, out. They all killer, no filler. They know what their good songs are. Don't you bring up Derek like that. It was just awesome. Yeah. And yeah, Agreed. and yet I still haven't seen bands or like actually take on a 20 minute set, really. Well, in Opening f- band should play 20, second should play 25, third should play 30, headliner play 35, or something like that. On a five-person bill, especially. Oh, never have. Like, look, we're old, so five-band five, five band bills are like always going to be against us. Unless, Nick, there's five bands that you're going to name off right now. Go on, five on a bill right now. Okay, opening up, we're going to have Static Revenue. Static Revenue. <laughs> uh, loose End. Loose End. Future Static. Future Static. Starve. Starve. Headlined by Static Revenue again. Thank God. <laughs> that's a crazy five motherfuckers. That's a great bill. All of them get 30 minutes, I'll tell you that much. Well, hey. Especially Static Revenue. Static Revenue playing Rage Against Machine Covers. Thank you very, very much for that. But Nick Brown. Yes. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Was that my pot shot to you? You got one to me? Uh, I got one to you, Nathan. Oh, yes. Ocean Sleeper doing the Emo Night Tour isn't a good thing for the band, yay or nay? I reckon yay. You know why? Oh, okay. They should be going on a run themselves. Okay. Like AM PM, like it's literally just like bang going on tour. So yep. like that, there's an appeal in itself to go and get drunk and have fun with your mates, and the bands are just an add-on to that. Oh, I think Ocean Sleep are big enough yeah. to branch out that beautiful man Carl and just go out and just have his face yep. on a poster, Nick, with that beautiful smile, yeah, and sell tickets. Because I would, tickets. I would, belt, I'd buy for probably ten tickets yeah. just to see his face, yeah, and to put that poster on my wall, Nick. I agree, but like honestly, like AMPM, I like the concept, I like what they've done, and I do think getting Ocean Sleep is a great, yeah, billing because that goes hand in hand with that emo vibe, yeah, and that I see vibes. So. I see it completely, yeah, both ways. Like I, I think it's really cool in the sense that like if you 
if they ever thought they would struggle to sell tickets, which Ocean's Libre have always been good. They sell tickets. They always have. They've been really good at that. Um, if they ever thought they were going to struggle, the emo night aesthetic and just that kind of the name value is going to get people through the door. I do worry that they're going to kind of be known as just like a novelty band in that sense of like, you know, a band who's just playing kind of almost throwback metalcore. It's kind of what they're doing. But you know what? Like it probably is a perfect matchup. It's probably a, a match made in. Heaven, Nathan. Don't Sam Carter. But you, Derek Wibbly me. What's you gonna? What's the third strike? I'm I'll, gonna fucking. I'll let you know. I'll, I'll let you have know. to Will Smith pimp hand, <laughs> pimp slap me. But Nick, yes, big one. Yes, the new full tilt lineup is better than any unify lineup we've had so far. Yay or nay? Nay, nay. Come on, come on now. Come on. Let's not get too excited. Let's not get too excited. I'm not getting excited. I'm just wondering U- your opinion. Unify 2017 was a better lineup. I think Unify 2018 was a better lineup. Wow. 2019 was a better lineup. I think 2020 was probably a. Mm, I can't. What was the year with Crossfaith while she sleeps? 2019, baby. That was. That was a biggie. That's still like 2017 is my favorite. Yeah, but 19 still probably the it's best. Huge, lineup. isn't it? And and fucking 2019 had Underoath on it, so it had one of the headliners on there. I'm with uh, you. Yeah, look, it's it's a really good lineup, but it's so hard to compare one day is to three days and all that kind of stuff. And, and also fourteen bands to twenty five exactly. to twenty eight. Yeah, it's it's hard. I will say, yeah, I think it's gonna it's got a little bit to go. Nick Brown, yes, another one for you. Yes, you got it. Yes, uh, o- overhyping local bands can be detrimental to a band's growth. So I kind of I don't want to name any specific bands, but I do see this happen sometimes when, especially online on the socials, a certain bands kind of get like almost crowned the new band coming through and they don't have kind of the credentials to actually be crowned said thing like you know, over push nick when like thornhill kind of wow. came through like they they had we all knew that they were going to be the band they had the potential they the butterfly ep was disgusting like it was ridiculous and like they we've always said they were the number one draft pick but i think there's been other bands who have been kind of almost pushed in that position in that same position by the internet no but not by labels or anything like that like by the internet like oh this is going to be the best album or the best ep or the oh, best no. single ever and then it releases and it's like oh yeah it's cool and then we kind of like our expectations get too high for certain and bands. then you're off the band and then it's like oh they didn't like it's, you know, expectations are a crazy thing if they don't fucking hit them all of a sudden you might think a seven out of ten album is a fucking four out of ten album I think less is more in this. I don't know how to find that balance, but like there's bands that post all the time. They get good responses and do really good things. But there's bands that, as you say, post way too much, don't get the response and don't get that fucking following. So I don't know how to do it. Nick. I don't know what the fine line is. Like, I think you just got to let your music do your talking. Like you have to, you back your music in and get people in that way. Because like you say, Getting your friends to share it around can only get you so far. Yeah. I think you need to sell tickets off your own bat and get people that aren't just your friends. And like, I don't know how that happens, Nick. I, I don't know. It happens organically. Thornhill, like you say, you could pick it. We heard Reptile for the first time ever. Live, they played it to us. They yep. looked at us in the eye when that happened. And that moment, we're like, they're the best band of all time. Yep. So we go from there. But like, I'm with you. I like that. Mm. That's a yay. Ooh. I'm yaying you. I like that. But Nick, time. Yes. The last pot shot to you. Yes, please. It's a bit of an emotional one. Okay. It's not really emotional at all, but Nick. Okay. We need to get Hate Five Six back to Australia to film some of our bands, yay or nay. Can you imagine? I've got a setting for you. So yes, Nick, please, please. Set it. In a couple of weeks, Parish Fest is happening. Yes, yes. I know we probably don't have the financial backings to fly Sunny out and <laughs> come to the Parish Fest. But can you, like, I'd love that exposure for a couple of our bands. We need to get another hardcore festival to get a bloke like that out to film our bands again, because... That was invaluable at Invasion Fest to get yeah. that exposure for a lot of those bands like the Blooms of the World, the Justice, like people in America, like 
this is the best. Like, this is great. Like, this is like going to be the next kind of knock loose. And like, yeah. you had English people saying they're like the English version, the Aussie version of Malevolence, yeah. like with the riffs. And I'd love to see it. Yeah, um, you're right. Like the amount that Sonny coming over here did for certain bands is insane. And like the exposure that they get because his channel is obviously pretty massive. Yes. And for him to come over and have the the most the in, most insane upper body strength I've ever seen in my life, holding a camera up for. 12 hours straight essentially dude is the most ridiculous shit ever um but how's he sound so good on everything <laughs> like he has cameras behind the drums that sound fucking perfect yeah. it's like i don't know he's yeah superstar promoters out there if you um get a extra <laughs> couple of dollars Look, if, if, you've, if you've got a bunch of money and you don't want to spend it on bands to sell tickets like honestly if you if you put on the poster hate five six will be filming this i bet that would sell tickets well we because people would jump in the mosh pit and be like i want to be in the hate five six video will we get another invasion festival like no. uh, it won't be called invasion festival will we get another hardcore festival to that degree yes, and level because I, I like to think we will we get a sprinkling nick all the time on these bills the full tilts we get a couple of bands that have fit into the into the hardcore scene but you're like you mix it in with the pop punks the metal cores you mix all the genres in one well we get a pure just a fucking well, raucous like with the speed if you were gonna speed do have it, to be there nick if you're gonna do it you have turnstile available and they're the perfect band to get yeah if you wanted to have a little like a festival if you want to like you obviously i don't think invasion fest will come back but oh, we, I, if, we, we we know that yeah, it's not gonna happen but, but like nick, if they can, can come out with some, another festival and they could get obviously you could bring knock loose back because they have had new music and they haven't toured in a couple of years in australia but co-headline those two but like if you could get one of those two mm. I, i'd probably get turnstile just because knock loose headlined the last one plus glow on needs to be seen live. oh it's insane and like seeing how big they're getting it's like they'd be the perfect band and as you said you put them with starve you put them with speed you put well, them with Bloom, you put speed. them with Diamond Construct, and you put them oh. with all these bands that are like really put them with Vilify. Teeth. You put them with Teeth, and then you you know you bring over a few other bands. You, mm. you bring over Kublai, and you put you bring over a couple other internationals, oh, God, two or yeah. three of them. Mm. It's uh, it's fucking easy. How 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 no one done it before? Well, um, <laughs> I'd like, love to hear it. So yeah. if we can possibly make that happen one day like speed need to be seen on that channel because yeah. speed i'm not saying they're never going to blow up but if they got onto that the market that they get they get an american tour ne- straight yeah. away oh, like it'd insane. be fucking insane but nick yes would you like a quiz oh yeah all right nick bring you basically already answered one of the questions Fantastic. but i'm not gonna fuck that up because last week it threw my numbers okay. completely no, out of the right. ranks that's but nick, all right you need eight out of ten. Okay, I'll get them all. But Nick, question one. Yeah. True or false? Mm. Bullet for My Valentine covered the Prodigy's Omen for their new single. Omen. False. False, correct. But Nick, okay. the track is called Omen. It's so a good they have... It's okay. <laughs> but Nick, question number two. What is the name of Hindsight's upcoming album, Nick? Is it A, Channel Surfer? B, Let's Not and Say We Did? C, The Waiting Room? Or D, allergic to the world. Let's not and say we did. Because I just bought the vinyl. Yep, correct. Have you seen it? No. That's correct, Nick. Oh, yeah, baby. They also have a song called Channel Surfer that dropped during the week. Very nice track. Two minutes, two and a bit minutes, and it's fantastic. I really like like the band. Nick Brown 3, what song has more views on YouTube? Fuck. Parkway (laughs) Drive Bottom Feeder. Yep. Versus Architects Animals. Animals. Both within a million. So you go on Animals? Incorrect. No, hang on, hang on. It's let's bottom feeder. 18 million to 17 million, Nick. I'm what, sorry. I damn, can't give you the answers when anymore. You, when you said that it was within a million, for some reason I was like, it's going to be the older it's one. It's going to be the older <laughs> one. God <laughs> damn. It made no sense. 18 but. million to 17 million. But Nick, all four. Right, that's all right. What band does Andrew Newfield sing for? Is it A, Alexis on Fire? B, Fuck, I don't Comeback know. Kid. C, Stick to Your Guns. Or D, Terror. 
Um, he features on Silverstein's new song "Die Alone." If you want to check that out, came out during the week. Terror? No. I'll give you another guess. No, 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 no. Because Terror's too hardcore for that. Yeah, they are. Um, B. The other hardcore band comeback kid. That's Wait, no, no, I didn't. Sorry, no, not B. Sorry. It is B. Yeah, incorrect. Yeah, you get all the prizes. Three out of four. Nick five. Yes. What track I'm has the more? Best. What, what track has more streams on Spotify? Fuck, Tonight, a live lonely girl versus Stan Atlantic. Death Wish. So, no, lonely know. girl came off the other side, which came out I think twenty fourteen. Lonely, lonely girl. Correct. Seventeen point eight million to sixteen point one million already for Stan Atlantic's yeah, Death that, Wish in less than twelve months. Bit enough of nowhere helps it helps out a little bit on the feature. This might be the best creative um, potty that I got for you, but uh, Nick Brown. Yeah, please. What James Bond movie oh, shares the name of Stick to Your Guns' upcoming album coming out July 29th? Is uh, it A. Yes, yeah. Die Another Day, B. No Time to Die, Ooh. C. Spectre, or D. Skyfall? Tell you what, they're all cool album titles. I reckon they are too. I reckon that's why they went for it. Yeah, I'm going to go Spectre. I feel like Spectre... Correct, Nicky! Oh, really? You are on fire! Five out of six! That was, I feel like that's the coolest one out of them. So. Well, that, that actually, they dropped my favourite song of the week. What a track called Weapon by Stick to Your Guns Woo-wee. came out this week. So, that is... Yeah, that's my favourite song Stick of the week. Stick to Your Guns are flat earthers as well. That's pretty crazy. Are they actually? Well, nah, no. <laughs> Jesse. I remember. I remember they played Unify Jesse and they Barnett they had they, their background was their their album cover and oh, they had no. like the whole planet like yeah True View True View yeah, yeah sorry it had like the the globe kind of thing but like mm. kind of laid out in a flat way and I remember just looking at the set I wasn't really flat sticking guns and I was like they're fucking flat earth God damn that? this band <laughs> the hook this hook was saying ahead all week if yeah. you listen to the song called Weapon check it out but Nick Seven yes what came first ah, yes. Slipknot All Hope Is Gone mm. versus My Chemical Romance The Black Parade. 2008? All Hope Is Gone was 2008, correct. Oh, see, it's one of, it's before or after. Mm. Okay, I'm really bad at emo era um, albums because I just didn't really care for the genre. Well, Fall Out Boy dominated the kind of mid-2000s and then I think, My Chem I think My Chem came out, I think Black Parade came out in 2007. So I'm going to go, My Chem came first. Correct, Nick yeah. Brown. Six out of seven. Was unbelievable. Two thousand and six. Two thousand and six. Two thousand and six was like my I, was, that year for albums for me was just ridiculous. <laughs> like when I look back, there's so many albums. Alexis on Fire Crisis came out. That year's one of my favourites. He had buddy one extra three days grace back yeah. in the day. That year I was thirteen, Nick, and full of emotional pride. No. But Nick Brown, I don't know. Question number eight. You yeah. basically already answered this, but w- what band? Or which two bands are one touring up the east coast on the latest AM forward slash forward slash pum. East Coast tour dates. There's 11 dates, by the way. Yeah. So, A, Bloomin' Ocean Sleeper. Yep. There's no B because you fucked it up. But C, Ocean Sleeper, Clay J. Gladstone. D, Starvin' Ocean Sleeper. Ocean Sleeper and Clay J. Gladstone. Correct. I knew you get that. I'm the best. You only need two out of the last two. Actually, one out of the last two, Nick Brown. I'm killing it. I'm on fire. Oh, my God. Yep, please. Nick Brown. Yep. Which Lord from the scene... Played in an under-14s football grand final with the world-famous Cooper Gretsch. Is it A? Wait, I'm not. What the? What words did you just say? <laughs> it just sounds like you just chose about 10 different words well, from a dictionary I was and, pl- and plucked them. <laughs> I, I, I knew you'd get question number nine right. And like yeah. that would ruin. So I actually had this written at 10 because I'm like, you need one okay. to like win the 
quiz, but like... I don't know what the question was. So, Nick Brown, yes. this isn't actually scene-related. It's a person from the yes. scene-related in the answers. But, Nick, yes. after last week's raucous mentioning of Cooper Gresh, I got yep. a couple of inboxes about this. They're Please. like, why are you talking about that fuckwit on this yep. podcast? I, but, Nick... I agree, yep. <laughs> so this, one, of, one, of the, one of the people in inbox me actually played in a grand final with him. Can you imagine Cooper Gresh playing footy back in the day under 14s? They won the premiership. He was the star player, Cooper Gresh. No, was yeah, yeah. Star. But, Nick, yep. was it A? Darcy Locke. B, the mosh lord himself, Jai Wright. C, the man with four names. Or D, the man behind Lost Soul Bookings himself, Josh Hockey. Josh Hockey. Mm, I'm going Darcy. Because Darcy, I remember him saying... You can picture uh, him in, a, in the middle of a mighty ground there, Nick. I remember Ruck him Roven. saying, like, I think he mentioned one time that he, he or someone he knew played with Reef Matheson. Um, Reese, uh, Reese Reece Matheson from yeah, Brisbane, Matheson, and yeah. he said he's a fuckwit. No, because we were saying he was a fuckwit, once. <laughs> <laughs> and we all agreed he was a big old fuckwit. So I'm gonna say Das. Am I correct? Maybe the easiest answer ever. It's definitely Das because yeah. they're from the same area of Geelong now. I that didn't way, Nick fucking Brown. know. Well, Nick, as you can see in all the um the posts that Cooper does in his batting gear and cricket, it's always in the Geelong league Super that he star. plays. But Nick, yeah, Darcy, absolute shout out to him. He's a madman. But Nick, yes, one more just for shits and gigs. This please. is going to piss you off and absolutely ruin your dreams. But Nick, yep, please. True or false? Yep, please. Pilk was created in the 1970s. Ah, the old Pepsi and milk. Well, I got a Pilk was created. Well, what really is creation, Nathan? That's the thing I got to ask you. Because okay, well, sincere, well, I, well you, somebody like a, a four-year-old could have put some pilk together in like nineteen forty-seven, and nobody would know about it. But they wouldn't know it's created. So, like, how do you know that's been created then? So, are you saying true or false? So, it wasn't created in the nineteen seventies. <laughs> I'm not sure what I'm saying, honestly, Nathan. I'm just I'm, I, you're just you're like, rambling. Like your last question, I'm just putting words together and seeing what happens. <laughs> I um, tried words, and I'm going. I'm going false. It was definitely created in the 1950s. I should have fucking just kept the quiz going because you would have been you would have been seven out of nine going into the last question. What a fuck with it was actually true, Nick. Because true, there's actually film footage of this. So there's a there's a TV show in the in America called yeah. Laverne and Shirley, Gretchen. combining Pepsi and milk, the combination of the gods. So this was in the 1970s. Combination Nick. of the gods. What do you think, Nick? How'd you go? I, Eight out of ten. Look, That's I've, not a bad quiz. I've never done a pilk. Um, for health reasons, I don't think I should. <laughs> but I, yeah, I saw someone post like all these things. It was like um all the al- different alcohols and milk. It was like vodka, milk, um vodka milk, um, milk, milk for bourbon and milk. That sounds like something a bloody like a Vladimir from Russia would drink, or like yeah. the guy in Rocky. The bad guy, Which, Drago. No, Rocky's the bad guy, my yeah. <laughs> Wow, Nick, um, that alternate universe, just like the Karate Kid, they reversed that in the new show Cobra Kai. Exactly. Johnny Bar- was the... Um, Barney Stinson was the... Uh, he called it, how, how many mother, all those years ago, he sided with the bad guy. He always said he was the hero of the movie. Because mm. he, he lost with an illegal kick to the head. It's true. So why did he fucking win? Well, that basically got brought into Cobra Kai and actually got a reboot oh, really? through Netflix. <laughs> and that's why they've got a new series for I Nick. I love it. A couple of last things. Please. A couple of big announcements. Please. So, Earth Caller, Nick Brown. Please. Amazingly, you're jumping over to play in the Netherlands later this year. Ah, uh, yes. A thing called Harry Festival. Yes. That sounds like a festival for Good sure. Good on him. But, Nick. Yes. Some <laughs> other announcements. Should have been more excited. Good shit. Two <laughs> announcements, Nick Brown. Yes. Big announcements for people to buy their tickets at the end yes. of the show. But being as an ocean, doing a dear, dear cheated D 10-year anniversary tour with 
Stepson and Bloom, I was going to put that in the quiz, but yes. I'm like, I just wanted to mention that. San Atlantic are bringing their fear tour back to Australia in July. Supports are yet to be announced. Got any predictions? Uh, yes, I do. Future I, static? It's going... No, no. It's going to be... Static revving you? Drastic Park. Don't. Um, <laughs> it could be. I don't know. Um, <laughs> don't, don't be. It could be anyone. could be static revenue for all we know. Oh, fuck. No, it's going to be... I'm trying to think of any pop punk band in the scene, and I can't fucking think of any. <laughs> And for fucking good reason. Wonder years. Wonder years they're supporting Stan Atlantic. That'd be a great co-headliner. Well, in Australia, that'd be a good co-headliner. Honestly, dude, like, well, back in the day when In Arts Wake were bringing in internationals, I didn't think they were big enough to bring them. Yeah. So, like, because you're in Australia, that home ground backing, and oh, like, yeah. oh, and you're doing an album tour, they will bring an international for this, like, That's 100%. True, yeah. So, I reckon they might Palais get Palais Royale. I reckon Belmont might get Ooh. over. I reckon that'd be a good little get. I listened to their album a little bit today. I also listened to the MGK album today as well. What do you think? Wasn't too bad. A couple of good songs. So, yep. like, very, like, I, I used to think, like, the way they used to sing, like, Tom and um, Mark Hoppus, like, in Blink was really clever. Yeah. And I'm like, God, they're pretty good songwriters, like, back in the day when I was growing up. But, like, now, like, if uh, Travis Barker must have been writing the songs because all their songs sound like Blink songs. Yeah. So, like, yeah, cool moments. The Bring Me song isn't as bad as I remember either. That's yeah. actually got a couple of good boats. But, um, Nick Brown. Yes. Uh, local hardcore boys bringing the ruckus. Life's Ill have announced the As I Watch Above tour. Yes. Coming up alongside Falsifer in June. So get down and boogie. I have had a good little shuffle. Bit of a bit of a Harlem, sh- Harlem shake. Remember the Harlem shake, Nathan, all those years ago? I do. Do the Harlem shake. That's kind of the basis of the song. Backbone Takeover playlist, Nick Brown. Is the Harlem shake's on it? I'm going to put it on it right now. Oh, that'd be awesome. I try and bring like the songs that we mention into those like occasionally. Is the, is the, Van, Lindsay Hel- is the Van Helsing soundtrack on there? Lindsay <laughs> Lohan Rumors made it in there <laughs> back yes, in the day. I'll, I'll put, when I watch Van Helsing, I might even watch it tonight because I've got nothing on to, well, actually uh, on the couch on tonight. But Nick, I I'm, want a full review of Van Helsing. I might give you like one of those voice messages that you, you should, send me. Yeah. I'll give you like a 100%. four minute rundown. Oh, please. I would love it. And um, talk, we, all, talk to me about those stupid Why don't we try like a pilk on air next week? Nathan. My doctor said I can't. I've had too many kidney stones. <laughs> Actually, it's Easter next week, so I hope everyone's well for their Chockies! Easter. Chockies! Are you going away for Easter? I'm you... having some chockies. No, I'm not doing anything. A couple of eggs? You're, you weren't allowed to eat as a vegan chocolate, were you? Like Easter nah. eggs? So is there certain vegan... Really. There's dark chocolate's vegan usually. Are you sweet now to have a couple? Like I don't a... really eat chocolate. I must admit, I'm not yeah, a chocolate You might have a bunny. Guy. This is the first one in a couple of years. Yeah, but... I might bring your bunny. I almost might... I, don't, I might do meth as well. I haven't had that in a couple of years. So, like, there's just... No, you got to weigh up your options when wow, it comes to man. Easter. Easter's a big holiday. <laughs> Honestly, mate, you should actually go back this week and watch Breaking Bad now you're bringing up meth. Like, oh. You brought it up a few times on the show. Just go I back should. and watch it. That's one a... of the greatest shows of all time. I should watch Better Call Saul as well. Because everyone talks about how fucking good it is. I'm on it. Literally. Yeah. So me and my mum and dad, I introduced them to the world of Breaking Bad about six months ago. We clocked it and we started watching episode one of Better Call Saul. And I'm like, it's a bit slow, but so was Breaking Bad. And then that got great. And this has had six seasons of like Emmy winning everything. Yeah. So I'm with you, Emmy. That's our exercise. My par- I got my parents to watch the Breaking Bad. And I swear every fucking series they finished and they're like, yeah, it was all right. <laughs> like they've never, I don't know if they've ever, never blown away. They've ever been like, that was awesome. Or that was really good. What about when Gus Fring's face is hanging off after the bomb in that bloody retirement? That was all right. That was all right. <laughs> just standard. Yeah, Greg, Greg, Greg's just there, just like, hmm. oh, he can't see. He hasn't, got cla- he hasn't got his glasses on. So that's the thing. He Mum's trying to read the subtitles and going, well, Why is it? that's not right. Well, the head's got to tilt now because the Saints are up and about. They're uh, coming for the flag, Nick. They're winning it for warning. Nah. Destiny <laughs> is all. If you go watch The Last Kingdom, you'll understand that. That's another show. I would love Sydney. I want Sydney's going to win the flag this year, mm. and Buddy's going to retire. It's going to be a beautiful. Can you imagine center. that if he actually that would be poetic. 
Like for a man like he'll that. He'll go down as the greatest of all time. Well, probably not, but you know, Dusty's, he'll be, he'll he'll, be behind he'll, Dusty. He'll go from top probably 20 to top He's 10. already top 10, I'm telling you. But Na- that's what, like he'll name, go up Name from me there. 10 better than, um, than Buddy Franklin. That's a great, great right point. Now, right now, probably yeah. Lockett. Yep. Uh, have, Ablett, Ablett one and two. Yep. Uh, I'd have Dusty by the end of his career, I think will be there. Yep, but we can't go now. Can't Lee go. Matthews. Yep, Lee Matthews. Uh, probably Kevin Bartlett. That's probably okay. debatable. Wayne Carey be yep. over that. Um, who else is there? And then you get you, uh, Juddy, like Juddy from. It gets a bit hard now, doesn't Juddy's it? Juddy's era, but that's the thing. We weren't like we weren't alive for Hayden Bunton and Bob Skilton and all those guys. Yeah, so like, I don't. I don't put anyone pre nineteen seventy well, in. So Honestly, like, if, if we're talking, if we're well. talking nineties onwards, he's a top ten by yeah. miles, if not top five. So yeah. like for me, in my terms of watching footy, he's probably in the top three. Yeah, I mean, he's Dusty Ablett and Franklin. Always top three. Any, that's, order. Any order. I don't care which order you that's, pick. They're Judd's the three. probably four. And Judd's four. Yeah. And like, that's like safe everywhere. Everyone would say the same thing. Yeah. And like Dusty by the end, hopefully, is number one if he comes back. Is he going to come back? Prediction well, on the show, Nick? I, I think he's going to retire. And I don't, I don't I hope want, he retires. I, I don't mind if he does. Is like, that bad but, if I hope that he retires, even though I really selfishly want him to come back and play? Um, look, if, if he legacy, if he retires now, it's is huge. yeah, absolutely. Insane. We'll talk about legacy before. Like it's it Michael Jordan style. Yeah. It's like you retire on top. Like there is, like as you as we were saying before, like you can't really lose legacy, but there is always a little bit of a bummer when you see the great players start to be a little shit. Well, it's like LeBron now, Nick. Have you seen what's happening in America? He's not playing anymore. Well, is he? like he's, he's he's playing. So the <laughs> so the Lakers were trash. Sorry, we're, we're turning to a sport podcast. Nick, start movies, music, then then sport. This the is Lakers every were, week. <laughs> but Nick, the Lakers were trash, and the the media is trying to c- create this thing against LeBron. They're saying that he's stat padding. So like for his whole career, he's I been a part of this. I did see that. Yeah, he's. <laughs> they're like, oh, he's only doing it to like to win the scoring title. He's averaged thirty points, which is the first time in like fifteen years he's averaged thirty points a yeah. game. And because they're losing, they're like, well, this is going to re- ruin his legacy. But how can that happen when you're averaging 30 points, yeah. eight rebounds, six assists, you're the best player in the world at 37? Yeah. No one's averaged over 23 points at 37 ever, and he's averaged 30. So, yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. I've gone on a no, tangent. No, I like it. I'm going to end it there. It's hard. It, like, it, it is funny. I have seen people pull out the stat padding. People but you can me. stat padding like, Tom Brady's a back. lot easier. Yeah, Tom Brady's back, baby. Is he playing for the Chiefs? Oh, well, not the Chiefs. The um, he's going back to the Bucks. The Bucks, yeah. Yeah, he's going back to the Bucks. Apparently, though, there's a rumor on Pat McAfee's show he was actually going to become an owner of this, the Miami Dolphins. An owner, yeah, owner and coach. Well, it's a great jersey to have, so why not? I Shout like out it. to Jersey. Shout out to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. The Pittsburghs. The Pittsburgh. He's a quarterback. We don't have one right now, and that's okay. Well, Dwayne Haskins, R.I.P. Yeah, that's a bit sad. Terrible. Anyway. Bit of a sad note, but yeah, be kind to yourselves and ha- um, happy Easter. Happy Easter. Go eat some chockies. 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 Kinder surprise, baby. <laughs> Turn it wrong.